0: Welcome to the tenth Six. <laughs> Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the Casuals. And you know what? I accept that, John, because there's nothing wrong with a person evolving their train of thought. I think far too often in hot take culture, we just find something we attach ourselves to it and then that's it. Like we don't try to we don't we don't, we don't try to admit our mistakes, you know? We don't try to like I said evolve your train of thought so if you decide to go from warriors and six to celtics and six you are well within your right to do that as a coach people change (laughs) watching these games you know what you know what you do as a coach john you make adjustments yeah and the warriors they make no adjustments but you know what you can't adjust for height no be making all your shots yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You can't adjust for that. What is yeah, 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 yeah. hey, what is a great offense always beats great defense? The Warriors are not great defensively. Let's just put it that way. But, but every time, th- what is it? They started the last game like five for five, and it's just like. Yeah, like this game was just. And this was intended to be the Jalen Brown show, but this is an impromptu part There's no way uh, Carter was going to get out of work in time to get here. But. Good, because he would have been like. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah. I tell y'all. I told y'all. No, but in the group, you know what? I've been giving him his props. No, no because we haven't given him his there's props. There's no way. But fr- he would have been condescending to us. Of course. That's the difference. Like he would have he would have done it in a way where it would have been like. You gotta realize something. Mm-hmm. Carter's a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. All he knows how to do is be condescending towards us. Mm-hmm. It's like how he does that. He slick literally calling s- us stupid. All the time. Yeah. Literally every single yes, like when he does this rise smile and say, Yeah, but it's the dolphins he yeah, had his time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that's what he's going to do with the whole Jalen Brown thing. And if you listen to our first finals pod, he was completely right on all of that stuff. To the yeah, point no, no. where, in the group, I was saying, you know what? This is swinging too far in the opposite direction. Because even when Jalen Brown is cooking, I can notice the Celtics not going to him. And it started to bother me. Because I'm like, y'all, are, I'm actually rooting for the Warriors. They would y'all, letting them back in this game by not giving it to Jalen Brown. Yeah, they would have won probably game two if... They just kept feeding Jalen Brown. But the way that one goes is, and this is something we've been saying, he is not being sold as a superstar. No, of course not. The superstar to sell is Jason Taylor, And we know that because everything and everything is always, well, he hasn't done a Kobe thing in a while, but that's going to change soon. I guarantee That's that. That's my hot take. (laughs) That's about to change if this goes up (laughs) three games to one. Because he about to text Kobe, he about to text Vanessa. What Kobe's the kids' names is? I I don't know. About to text all of them. About to text Lower Marion High School, <laughs> the the Charlotte Hornets for trading him for giving them ambition to to, to make Kobe great. The the Bus family's gonna get text. Um, he's literally gonna get a tattoo of the Staples Center on his arm. Oh, it's now crypto, isn't it? Yeah, but. It's mm-hmm. always staple. Yeah. Oh, but he's going to have to go retro and do staples. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Cause, yeah cause no. Good call. Cool. All right. So and the Bay's going to have that jersey that was just bought by an anonymous bot. We're still waiting. Person. We're still waiting on the, that person to reveal themselves, but we have a few ideas on who that is. Yeah. But all right. So let's just get to the heart of the matter. If you had to, you're, you're ranking a top three list. The Warriors' biggest problems right now. They're top three problems. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting at three or starting at one I'm at one Alright, Draymond is number one <laughs> Draymond is number one Draymond cannot be having two points foul out and producing nothing Like, And I understand the whole thing with the intangibles And people always talk about how smart he is And how he's the engine that runs this Warriors offense And we know how great he is defensively Like, All of that is well and good but, bro, we need some counting stats. Because yeah. at the end of the game, they count the points. Yeah. Like, uh, that's the thing you need. At least get assists. Get rebounds. Get, if you're not getting points, get... Like, I'm to the point where I would say, you know what? Screw it. We're going to put in my point guard. My problem, it, and he kind of is the de facto point guard. But the reason why... now when Jordan Poole's on that court. Well, yeah, that's true. The reason why the Warriors thing worked in the first place... Remember when the whole lineup of death thing started? Is because everyone on the floor was a threat. Mm-hmm. There was a time when you couldn't just side off Draymond Green because he was taking those threes. That's why it worked because when you played him and Igudala with Harrison Barnes, Steph, and Clay, that's five people is willing to shoot from the perimeter. So you have a ridiculous amount of spacing. That doesn't work anymore if everyone on the court is not a threat. If you up there putting up and. I was arguing for him when Charles Barkley was getting at him and the triple-single nickname came out, but there's no arguments you could make for him right now. No, because I remember Draymond would come out and say, oh, I hit him when they count. Yeah, he, and he, I, yeah, he, he went with the yeah. whole Shaq line. That's what yeah. Shaq used I to hit say when him when they count, But it's just like, you haven't been hitting anything. And, and every week I get suckered into that Draymond and, and, and hit one 3 one. Yeah, and you're going to keep getting suckered. I will. I'll tell you this. I know he if hit Draymond continues this path, that's why I'm saying Celtics in six. If he magically could bust out of it and produce hell, even an Al Horford type game. Just give us an Al Horford game. Like listen, duh, you cannot be the third guy scoring two points. You just can't. You know what the Celtics third guy did? Marcus Smart. He had 25 and 5. Mm-hmm. They set a record for having three guys to go 25 and 5. Yeah. That's what their third guy is Within doing. XXX X, X by XXX. X, X. <laughs> <What? laughs> What is their fourth guy doing? Al Horford was still making key plays and key buckets. Draymond Green had stats that are similar to all the guys that played the last two garbage time minutes. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what he was doing, and that's just not good enough. That's not good enough. They, they cannot win like that. They're already undersized. They're playing him at the five. If you're going to play someone undersized at the five... Then that person better be able to. Stretch At this the point, floor. why are you ain't playing one of your your young big men? Like why they ain't even got to be big balls? Why y'all ain't playing Jonathan Kaminga? Mm. Like I get going with the Otto Porter auto Otto I mean, Porter's been he's been yeah. a v- good contributor off the bench. You need someone in there to play with youthful exuberance and reckless abandon like Jonathan Kaminga, like your boy Pritchard. <laughs> Pritchard. You know what kills me watching this like okay so Draymond is your number 1 right Draymond is on my list but he's not my number 1 we're going to consolidate our list number 2 on our list would be this team just cannot rebound there were so many times the, the offensive rebounds Celtics yeah. had so many second shot opportunities even if the Warriors played great defense on the first shot and there was a lot of times and, that they yep. did, it'd be Robert Williams with the rebound and put back, Grant Williams with the rebound and put back, Al Horford what the, the biggest second thing was, it, there was one play, who was it? Anyway, some Celtic player shot it from like half court. With the, sh- with the shot clock running down and yeah. they got the rebound. And they got the that. rebound and then they got two points that lay up out of it and it's just like, not even like they're getting the rebound and hitting the three. They're literally getting into the paint and dominating. Because... In addition to there not being any rebounding for the Warriors, you know what there is? No defensive presence on the interior. So there's nothing. There's, actually, there's nobody standing at that rim doing what Robert Williams is doing for the 31 Celtics. 31 to 47 rebounds last time. That's, they, had, they had 15 that's offensive rebounds compared to 6. That is a crazy disparity. Like, mm-hmm. even if you're not getting the shot block every time, if you're a Warriors player driving the lane, you're thinking about Robert Williams being there. Points in the paint, 52 to 26. Gross. And the thing about it is, the Celtics took more threes coming into the series than any other team in the playoffs. Like, that's all they were doing. I think through the first two games, they set a record for teams taking threes in, in in the finals. They legit weren't shooting twos. And now you come into this game in game three and just get dominated. And all I was doing watching that thinking was, was James Wiseman's injury again? Is there any chance that James Wiseman could play? Because he legitimately would solve every single need that the Warriors team have. Yep. And it sucks that you have a guy, a seven-foot athletic center, that was drafted number two overall. And that's the exact piece that's missing from your team right now. Because then you have Draymond playing four. You have James Wiseman on the floor. Yeah. No, the Draymond thing, God, two points, four rebounds, three or six, six fouls. So, you could almost add up all his items and... Nothing. I'm just trying. How many turnovers did he have? That's nothing. Two. That's that's nothing. So, in total, he had eight negative minus 13. I mean, it was... It it was just... It's just a poor performance. Yeah, Draymond. My number one, my number two. Yeah, I mean, look. My number two is Kari's terrible hot take of benching Clay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, of all the people that of all the people that you have problems with in in the Warriors offensive scheme or literally anything the Warriors are doing, I don't know how Clay could have been the problem. Yeah, he was shooting, he shot poorly in the first two games and he admitted that. Mhm. And we all could see that. But who else was going to be taking these shots? Steph, Steph's going to get his, then you want Clay to get his up. But yeah, I'm just man, I'm just looking at this box score and it's just it's stupid. Like, it literally is terrible. And I also think that the Warriors don't run plays. They literally do too many high screens and just, hey, we're going to hit threes or we're going to shoot threes. What What you desperately need to have, what this team needs to have is a third guy that is capable of creating their own shot on a consistent basis. And you know who that can be? At times, it's Andrew Wiggins, but it's not enough. It's not enough because I don't think he has the, a green light to an extent. Like, I really feel at this point, just unleash him a game and see what he does. Just say, you know what? You got the green light. You make the decisions, whatever it is. I still feel like he's trapped in the Steph team, Clay team. I have to be third. Like, now, nah. you need something different. If Wiggins starts going off, Clay and Steph are going to be open. That's yeah. going to open. Draymond will score 10 points. This is an, I don't know if this is just a byproduct of them getting older or we've seen it enough years, but it's almost as if we all forget why this lineup worked in the first place. Andre Gudala ended up winning finals MVP because when they brought him in and he was playing four, he averaged 17 points a game, which mm-hmm. means he was a threat scoring offensively. That was the fourth guy averaging 17. Like, where is that right now? <laughs> it is in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> so are you completely abandoning things And are you going Warriors in 6 I mean sorry Are you I have, going Celtics in 6 I, I'm leaning at Celtics in 6 I still think it, I have to see how this game goes Well I'm already done Because I said Warriors in 5 Which yeah. is now a mathematical impossibility Yeah so see my I'm mathematically a... impossibility But I did say 5 as well I think Did you? Oh I thought I you think. said 6 Okay, Maybe it's 5 fine. or 6 Who cares Literally it is this game This is the game Warriors lose this, then they're toast. It it ain't even... If they win this, then they get home court back. I could see this going to seven now. I could see them alternating every single win in this series. I'm going to say this. I can legit see that happening. I think it is going to go seven just based on the fact. And I'll give you the reason why. Bahamas basketball shit ain't ever easy. Mm -hmm. As you know, our head coach is on the Warriors staff. Yeah. The finals are set to end June 19th. We're set to travel June 20, uh, 24th. For. So, of course, this they're going to go seven games. This is hilarious. They're going to go seven games so that we can't even get any work done with your head coach. Yeah, exactly. And he's going Bef- to go, he's gonna have to go right into tournament mode. Exactly. Yeah. I wish you said that at the beginning. I would totally said, yes, this is absolutely going seven to maximize all of Chris DiMarco's time. Yeah. No. I, yeah. It's going seven. Celtics in six or seven. See, this is the kind of insider information that you can't get anywhere else. I dare you to find another post-game show that is going to come out almost 24 hours after the game. But give you that kind of information. Exactly. All right. Real information where me and Moses are putting in so much work right now. (laughs) And it's just like, so when are we going to meet? Well, we can't because our head coach is in the finals. And, and he is going through it right now. Oh yeah, for sure, for <laughs> he sure. Doesn't and have time to think about anything like, else. The, the man's like, "Email me, blah blah blah, for the uniforms." I say, "All right, cool." I email him. Yeah, then I got a response. I got a response. I got to message him today and be like, "You get that email, just in case, because you know the only time he's about to respond is if they were. <laughs> <laughs> like right right now, Steve Kerr probably got the whole coaching staff in a blender, boy. The only one who really probably ain't tripping is Mike Brown. Cause he Mike, got a he, he got a job with him after this. Yeah, the other um what his name is, but the Hornets probably could have that job too. Oh, Barriga. Um, no, Anderson. Anyways, one of the other assistant coaches. Oh. trust me, their whole that whole staff switching up. So not only that, if if Mike Brown's gone, the other one's gone. It looks like Kristen Marco's gonna be getting a promotion. So you think he's gonna be ready on the nineteenth? <laughs> you got to do exit interviews. You got to... Hmm. Oh, God forbid, if they win the championship, you got to have a parade on the 2021st. Oh, then you got to do your exit interview. And literally, we'll be going to Miami on the 24th for training camp. And guess what? He just shows up training camp. Like, yeah, no work in before. Just let's go. Are you coaching? I might have to. I was about to say, like, this may have to be a thing. Like, <laughs> hold on. So we are in the process to completely switch to Bahamas basketball podcast which we were supposed to do anyway but we've been joking we are in the process of actually trying to assemble our most talented team ever and john's gonna have to coach that'd be great and we'll probably win what if we do no we would win (laughs) what would they say like how upset what could you tell me how upset do you what could you tell me now i I want to just for the chaos if we if we get all the NBA guys to play and they get coached by you, I just want the chaos of every basketball coach of the past 40 years just punching air, being upset. Oh, they that's would, all I want. A lot of them are punching air from Dominican Republic. Yeah, I know. I This would be extreme, though, because y'all be even, would have this. <laughs> this would be even better. This would be so much better. We completely get sidetracked. Is there a pathway to the Warriors getting back in this? Yeah, like, you score more points than the Celtics. All right. I feel like that's how we end the postgame. Thank you, John. <laughs> Let's get out of here.